0: 34th annual bike race and ride between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers is Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. till noon. To register for the 25-mile race and ride from Hillsborough to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. St. Paul's Newman Center's goal is to raise $175,000. For more information, contact Emma Hergenroeder at emma at bisoncatholic.org. At
1: the University of Mary, we believe, as did St. John Paul II, that truth is known through both faith and reason. Human reason seeks the truth, but ultimate truth about life cannot be found by reason alone. In today's challenging higher education scene, the University of Mary is flourishing because our mission is to help students live fully in this way not just existing, but really living. We offer education for the whole of life, and that's the difference. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. As a priest, I'm living proof that when you just simply say yes to the Lord, your
0: life is fulfilled 10,000 times beyond what you could have imagined in any other life and um, that's the gift of of a personal call in which God really does want what's best for us. Faith at the most fundamental level is is founded on a promise of God and if I'm willing to step out in faith that God has asked me to to live in a certain way, I have to trust that he's going to take care of me. It's, it's the entirety of the Sermon on the Mount, and the Beatitudes is a basic dependence upon the God of, of providence. And so I've experienced that in my own life and in many, many ways, and I can speak for my brother priests as well. Uh, we, we sit and, and talk about it a lot, and just the ways in which God fulfills things in our lives beyond what we could have imagined uh, if we had done things our own way.
2: This is Mary Ann Benoit from St. Joseph's in Red Lake Falls. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio.
3: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show.
4: What's that?
5: We're live. Wow, we're live. Good morning. This is Father Mark Lichter.
4: And this is Thomas Escrow. And we are live on Real Presence Live, broadcasting from... Roncalli High School here in Aberdeen, South Dakota. All right. Well, we just wrapped up our um, our straight talk segment with a lot of good questions that got called in or Facebook questions or things like that. So you did good, Father.
5: Well, I yeah, thank you. I didn't have to refer to the Pope at all.
4: <laughs> you know, I got to tell a quick funny story. Not too many weeks ago, we had um, our youth rally here in Aberdeen that the Diocese of Sioux Falls puts on for us. And as part of the youth rally, they got Father Mark and Father Mike Griffin, the pastor of another Catholic church, up on stage. And had a similar type uh, format where kids could text in their questions and answer. And I got to be real honest, Father Mark did not look very comfortable up there answering questions.
5: I was squirming around. (laughs) That's all right. That's good for the humility.
4: Yeah. All right. Well, next we have uh, Jim Ennis with us. Jim is the executive director of Catholic Rural Life. Uh, Before joining CRL in 2008, he was the director of Food Alliance Midwest, an affiliate of the national organization. He also brings a background in project management and marketing from his employment with the Pillsbury Company and the Clorox Company. Jim earned an MBA from the University of Minnesota's Carlson School of Management. And holds a BS degree from the University of California Davis where he studied agricultural and managerial economics Jim works from CRL's headquarters in St. Paul Minnesota Jim are you with us I am excellent thank you for being on the air with us this morning
6: it's my pleasure thank you very much
4: can you tell us a little bit about yourself
6: yeah I am uh, I'm married with five children and I uh, grew up in Central California and worked on farms while well, earning money for college and went to the University of California, Davis, um, but I've been working for Catholic Rural Life now for about 11 years, but I grew up Catholic, uh, left the Catholic Church in during college years but and became kind of a more evangelical Protestant, but then returned to the church in 2002 and have been um, leading this organization for the last 11 years.
4: Excellent. Thank you, Jim. Um, are you So you're part of a group called Catholic Rural Life. So what is Catholic Rural Life and what, what do you do?
6: Well, we're a national uh, non-profit organization. Uh, we are um, Catholic in our board of directors. We have five bishops on our board of directors and we are part of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. But we work with dioceses all over the country that have rural in their oversight. And our mission is to apply the teachings of Jesus Christ for the betterment of rural America. And we've been doing that for 95 years. Our organization was founded by Father Edwin B. O'Hara in 1923, and we've continued to uh, apply that mission through different programs, uh, applying the church's teachings to food and agriculture issues, to rural ministry and outreach, and to care of creation.
5: Hmm. Jim, thanks for being on with us. I was just uh, wondering... um, What's been probably the biggest challenge that uh, the rural life uh, has right now, different challenges that people are experiencing. I know that we have a lot of drought, or not droughts, but a lot of water right now and different things that are going on. I know I have people in my own parish here at Sacred Heart that are from the rural communities and uh, just living that blessing of a rural life, but there are also maybe some of the challenges that are taking place.
6: Yeah, I mean, many in rural communities are are at the tip of the spear in terms of of being dependent upon weather, uh, whether it's as a farmer for crops. Uh, but those living in rural communities happen to often live in uh, floodplains, possibly. And so, we had these floods last month in Nebraska and Iowa and parts of South Dakota that inundated fields and communities. And so, um, the challenge is often in rural communities is that. Uh, there are fewer priests covering a much greater geography, and so uh, parishes are stretched. Pastors are stretched; they're covering multiple parishes in their oversight. And to address some of the challenges that people encounter, whether physical ca- uh, challenges or mental health challenges, uh, it's it's um, it really is challenging living in rural communities and to be spiritually fed. So there are, um, there's a great need to support the church in rural communities. Yeah, I believe that, too. I, I know that uh,
5: we have fewer priests. Is there any ways that that you can maybe help the priests to try to reach out in a better way, or maybe there's some different programs or different things that they could do to help the priests connect with those people that are suffering or hurting
6: uh, yeah. within, within the parishes? Yeah, we're just um, launching a new program called Thriving in Rural Ministry, and this is a, kind of a, an extension of our workshops that we've been putting on around the country for priests who are in rural ministry. We often bring our exemplary models of rural ministry uh, in to do a workshop, but we've been able to get some funding to do start doing retreats for priests who are serving in rural communities and uh, we're rolling it out over a five-year period. And that um, program is really meant to support and to encourage uh, pastors who are covering multiple parishes and rural communities to share models of success, of exemplary models of rural ministry, and encourage one another and have a time of fraternity, have a time of retreat, but also uh, inspiration.
5: Yeah, that's, that sounds really good. Now, do you... Do you uh go visit different states then, or is it is it mostly in Minnesota that you're talking about?
6: Uh, we're a national organization, so okay. we have members in 49 states. Wow. And we uh, work with over 96 dioceses. So we have relationships wow. with bishops across the country and um, are invited by bishops to come into their particular um, diocese to speak to priests um, in rural communities. So we um, serve the national um, audience of, of Catholics who are living in rural communities and this particular program is focused on pastors on priests serving in rural communities
5: yeah that's that's very sounds very helpful uh, for all the priests out there just to uh, make a note of that uh, that there's some helps out there for priests to connect with their parishioners especially in the rural living and we appreciate that Jim
4: I can imagine um, that connecting with other priests that are in rural ministry would be a great benefit because so often we think we have to kind of reinvent the wheel and um, to be able to share experiences and and kind of what each priest is doing in his own community might help to spark um, some good ideas or how to approach pastoral ministry in rural life.
6: Exactly. I'll just give you one example. Last April, almost a year ago, uh, Father Gregory Masty who's a, a a priest in the Diocese of St. Cloud Minnesota he and I w- uh, went and gave a two-day workshop at the Diocese of Fargo at the invitation of the bishop um, and Bishop Fulda invited us and we had 60 priests and I had uh, Father Masty share he covered five parishes in his oversight wow. but he shared lots of brilliant ideas and Uh, fun illustrations, but examples of how to reach young people, how to, uh, even just one idea that he introduced to the group was from May till October, he'll celebrate Mass on a different farm in his area uh, every Tuesday night and invite the community. And so many who maybe haven't stepped through the doors of a a church will come to this farm and celebrate Mass in be reintroduced to the Catholic Church, and it's just um, brilliant. And so he gave several several examples, and uh, the bishop was very grateful. And we heard from many priests who were inspired and encouraged by that.
4: Wow, that's great! Again, this. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Real Presence Live. Uh, my name is Thomas Escrow. I'm here with Father Mark Lichter uh, as your hosts, and we're speaking with Jim Ennis from Catholic Rural Life um, this morning. Um. So where can priests find more information about this Thriving in the Ministry initiative, Jim?
6: Well, uh, we have a website, uh, catholicruralife.org, and there we have uh, information on the retreats and the Thriving in Rural Ministry program. Uh, This first year we're doing research. We've been doing focus groups with priests who are serving in rural communities across the country, and those interviews and focus groups are informing the format of these retreats. The retreats will start in, at the University of St. Thomas in Minnesota at the end of uh, this year, but then we'll be doing regional retreats around the country. Hmm. So priests can hear about it both through looking on our website, but we also will be reaching out to all the dioceses, letting them know, raising awareness about this program.
5: Uh, Jim, do they help anybody like, like that's in the trenches, of, like the farmers themselves? or is this strictly for priests uh, to well, help reach out to the farmers or the ranchers
6: or the rural community? Yeah, that's a great question, Father. Um, our, the content of the retreat will include include a program element that we've been um, teaching on and, and uh, sharing across the country called the Vocation of the Agricultural Leader, mm. how faith informs food and environment, and what the um, content of that is to help, priests who are serving rural communities, especially agricultural communities, to have uh, an understanding of this vocation of the agricultural leader and the importance of it, and how Catholic teaching informs that and inspires that to ennoble this uh, important vocation of food production and all those involved in food production, whether it's the farmer, the farm worker, or those involved in research. Mm. We really
5: appreciate your work and all that. You have to make sure you say hi to Greg Masty because I went to school with him. He might not remember it uh, back at St. Mary's in Winona, Minnesota.
6: Oh, oh Father, look, and, there. I, I imagine he'll remember you because he <laughs> has a great memory.
5: <laughs> anyway, and you, he was just a young, young new guy, and I was uh, going out the door. But uh, I remember him, Father Greg Masty.
6: Yeah, he's an nice outstanding guy. priest. and they're, they're about, There are many, many of them that I've met across the country, but as... Um, Uh, Tom shared earlier that just sharing those models and and cross pollinating across dioceses, sharing models of success can actually help inspire priests who may be very stretched thin and running on on empty in terms of of ideas and ways to reach uh, the rural people.
4: So, Jim, let me ask you with this Thriving in the Ministry initiative, um, how can kind of your average lay person in the pews? How can they be of assistance uh, in this initiative? How can we help?
6: Well, we also, in our in the programming content, like the Vocation of the Agricultural Leader, we have lay leadership uh, training to, for pastors, how to develop lay leaders to lead small groups through the Church's teachings. There's so much that the Church teaches that uh, needs to be unpacked and that many laymen and women aren't aware of and aren't necessarily uh, confident or confident or courageous in you know, how to read these documents. And so we teach pastors and laymen and women how to lead small groups through the Church's teachings, through Bible study, through modern letters of the Church encyclical, and through the Catechism. So laymen and women can also be involved as uh, priests uh, attend these retreats and then return to their uh, parishes, that uh, laymen and women can also get involved.
4: Jim, why don't you give us that website one more time if people are looking for how they get involved with this?
6: Uh, the website is catholicworldlife.org.
4: Catholic World Life.
6: I'm sorry, Catholic R-U-R-A-L, R u r a l, yep. rurallife.org
4: Very good. Well, thank you, Jim, for joining us.
6: Thank you very much, Thomas. I appreciate it. Thank All you, thank you, Jim.
5: God bless you, Father. God bless you.
4: All right. Well, coming up next, uh, we will take you on the 10-minute tour of events in our listening area, which is like five states. So it's pretty big. Uh, Later, we will hear about how Catholic education can be accessible to more people. That's especially applicable as we're sitting here at a Catholic high school. Um, As Real Presence Live will be right back. Please keep your dials uh, set right here to Real Presence Radio.
7: Hello, my name is Father Brian Cuiava from the Diocese of Crookston. You know, sometimes in my prayer or in my life, I'm going through like dry periods, you know, where I'm praying and it feels like nothing is happening. It feels like God isn't really there. I'm just kind of sitting there. And it's in those moments that I am reminded that there is a gift from the Lord just simply called perseverance, where I might be running into this wall, but the Lord in that moment is just inviting me to be purified of whatever it is that I need to be purified of and to simply persevere in my life of prayer particular gift that helps us in this pursuit of perseverance so that we can grow in our relationship with the Lord is the gift of fortitude. Fortitude helps us to see the obstacles that are in our way of perfect and, and good relationship with the Lord and actually helps us to look forward to going up against those obstacles, to overcoming them, of course, by the grace of God. But above all, it in- encourages us to persevere in the faith so that we do not give up, but instead we can persevere to the end and remain close to Jesus, even in our times of suffering.
8: Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck.
9: to your visit to the Mustard Sea Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls.
10: People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com
3: You're listening to the RPR Network. Now back to more Real Presence Live.
4: Good morning. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Thomas Escrow.
5: I'm Father Mark Lichter.
4: And we are here as your hosts for Real Presence Live this morning as we're coming into the 10-minute tour where you get a little snippet of events that are happening around the listening area. So uh, as we're working on getting everybody lined up and ready to go for that, um, I'm sure there's a lot of events out there between fish fries and penance services as we're closing out Lent here in your local community. This is a beautiful time when a lot of people get pretty involved in a lot of stuff happening around the church with the Triduum, like I said, with uh, Palm Sunday, with Pendant Services. So I'd encourage you to reach out to your local parish, especially, and just find out what's going on. So are we ready to go for our first guest? All right. First off of the bat here, we've got David from Superior, Wisconsin. Giving us um, a rundown on a baked chicken dinner. David, are you with us? Yes, I am here. All right, go ahead. Yes,
11: yes. This coming er, on the twenty eighth of of April is Cathedral of Christ the King's sixty first mm. annual baked chicken dinner from eleven thirty to four thirty in Crest Hall at the cathedral. And the menu includes chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, vegetable, coleslaw, cranberry sauce and beverages, and a selection of homemade desserts. Prices are $10 for adults, $5 for children aged six to 12, and children five and under eat for free. Takeouts are available. The cathedral is located at 1111 Belknap Street in Superior, and is handicapped accessible
4: very good baked chicken dinner that sounds delicious and you said this has been yes. going on for 65 years
11: 61 years
4: holy moly yeah that's awesome Do you started, just, oh go ahead
11: I, I was just gonna say um, it started out as just a, a congregational dinner and it is expanded um, originally they had grilled chicken Outside but then it outgrew the capacity and now they have to cook the chicken off site and bring it in, but then they prepare everything else here.
7: Wow.
4: And, and do you have your hand in preparing everything else? Are you mixing up uh, the mashed potatoes or things like that?
11: Well, I, I actually help with some of the setup. I'm I, I get involved in some of the things on the side. I'm I'm actually the real presence radio rep for the cathedral, so I'm I'm running interference for them for that or um, In in helping to promote things and so forth
4: very Uh, good very good thank you david well we're all all out of time for the baked chicken dinner next up is a catholics come home program this is from saint joseph church and spearfish invites you to come home to the catholic church no matter how long you have been away no matter the reason the church wants to embrace you right where you are and bring you back home into her arms A program called Catholics Come Home will be offered on Thursdays, April 25th, May 2nd, and May 16th at 6.30 p.m. each evening. There is no need to register and there are no obligations to make any commitment. If you have been away or know someone who has, please come and bring a friend.
5: And then there's the Prophecy School with Damien Stein, uh, the Lumen Christi Group. Uh, is sponsoring a two-day event at the Prophecy School with Damien Stain. It will be held April 27th and 28th at St. John the Evangelist School in Rochester, Minnesota. The event begins at 9 a.m. both days and runs through 4 p.m. on Saturday and 4.30 on Sunday. A healing service will be held at 6.30 p.m. Sunday evening as well as the Co-Cathedral of St. John the Evangelist. The cost of the weekend is $40 or $20 for clergy, religious, or students. Please plan to attend and invite a friend. That's the Lumen Christi Prayer Group sponsored uh, two-day event, Prophecy School, with Damian Stein.
4: Again, that healing service is on April 28th, which is Divine Mercy Sunday. So another beautiful way of uh, entering more deeply into divine mercy, don't you think, Father? Yes. Again, that is at St. John the Evangelist School in Rochester, April 27th and 28th. Cost of the weekend is $40, $20 for clergy, religious, or students. Next up on the phone, we have Teresa uh, from Gillette, Wyoming. Teresa, are you with us? Yes, I am. Excellent, Teresa. Take it away.
12: All right. Well, I am super excited to share with everybody today about the fish Fry that we have coming up on this Friday, April 12th from 5.30 to 7.30, and this will be at John Paul II School or the Family Life Center in Gillette, Wyoming. The cost is $10 for adults, $8 for kids under 12, seniors, and veterans. And all of the funds from the Fish Fry will go to help our students that are trying to earn money for their pilgrimage to Italy, which will be this June. And it's an amazing group of kids. Um, they're truly just the, the hope for the future. And the trip to Italy, we will get to go and pray the Angelus in St. Peter's Square. We'll get to visit the St. Benedict uh, Monastery. We will get to visit the... Um, St. Maria Goretti site, so it's going to be an incredible trip. Hmm.
5: Will that be with Bishop Steve Bigler?
12: Yes, Bishop yes. Steven. Um, he's an incredible guy, and he's hand-selected hand all the sites for us to visit.
4: Yeah, he's a wonderful man. Well, that's great. He what, is. Do you have a rundown of what's on the menu for the fish fry? We sure do.
12: So, people are not going to leave hungry. Um, we have our fried fish, which is specially brought in every year. Um, It's absolutely delicious and hand-breaded on-site. Then we have halushki, which is a fantastic East Coast dish. We have um, of course coleslaw and the traditional fixins. We'll have cheesy potatoes and a whole selection of desserts as well.
4: Awesome. And that fish fry is at St. Matthew's in the Family Life Center gym in Gillette, Wyoming. Thank you, Teresa, for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live thanks for having me all right next up we have Rosemary on the phone with us from the Catholic Daughters of America is that right Rosemary are you Uh, there yes good morning awesome good morning how are you Rosemary
9: I am well thank you
4: good take it away Rosemary can you tell us a little bit more
9: sure so we are having a spring tea um, at St. Joseph Parish in Williston North Dakota it's this Saturday April 13th from two o'clock to four o'clock. It is at O'Neill Hall and we're inviting anybody who would like to come and enjoy um, the weather and the spring tea. you can bring your bonnet, your spring bonnet if you'd like. We have um, little tea sandwiches um, and we have uh, we'll have music and this year um, Miss. North Dakota will be joining us. Wow. And our topic will be etiquette. Okay. So that's what we'll be um, discussing and talking about on this Saturday.
4: Very good. I have three daughters: Rosemary, five, three, and one. And they would just die to come to an event with bonnets that's... and to drink tea. Right. Someday we'll have to make it up to Williston for the annual spring tea.
9: And there's crafts for little kids. So we um, entertain everybody from all
4: ages. That is great. Do you have any experience with spring tea, Father?
5: Uh, No, I don't. (laughs) I'm just sitting here on the side.
9: Well, this is our fourth annual event. Okay. Um, And the first year we had, we talked about hats, then we talked the next year about purses and then shoes, and this year we thought we'd do something different and talk about etiquette. Just in time for Easter Sunday dinner.
4: Very good. Well, this sounds like an event that Father and I... uh, are not welcome at no but <laughs> all of you are oh, and welcome. your daughters I'm, I'm welcome. are there lots of fathers that come with their daughters
9: um we've had men in the past yes mm-hmm.
4: very good well thank you Rosemary
9: well thank you for having us and I hope to see you on um, this Saturday
4: all right very yes. good um, so coming up next uh do you hear God calling you to be more active in the church Mark Peters of the Minnesota Knights of Columbus will discuss ways you can be more involved And later, we will hear more about how you can help someone provide a more wholesome education to their kids. Real Presence Live continues on the other side of this break.
3: Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: At the University of Mary, we offer a world-class education that's truly affordable. 99% of our students receive scholarships, and we offer a groundbreaking year-on-campus option to earn your bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four. That means less cost, less debt, and a tremendous boost in your lifetime earnings. For these reasons and more, we're the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. Discover more at ComeToMary.com. That's come ComeToMary.com.
9: Rochester Catholic Schools welcomes you to an all-new Hearts of Gold, Friday, April 26th, starting at 6.30 p.m. at the brand-new Hilton in downtown Rochester. The event's theme is Cirque in the City, and there will be a cocktail party atmosphere with cuisine available at several unique food stations, plus a VIP hour at 5.30. Individual tickets and host table options are available by visiting RCS mn.org backslash hearts of gold.
10: People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 or online at abbusiness.com
3: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page, and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Well, good morning, South Dakota, North Dakota,
4: Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Again, this is Thomas Eskrow. I'm the Director of Evangelization and Discipleship at Sacred Heart Catholic Church, and with me this morning...
5: I'm Father Mark Lichter, pastor at Sacred Heart Parish.
4: And we are your hosts for today's Real Presence Live. And next uh, guest that is with us is Mark Peters from the Minnesota Knights of Columbus. Mark, good morning. Good morning, folks. How are you doing, Mark? Pretty good. You
13: know, I'm down here in the Twin Cities, and they're talking about this big storm in a couple of days.
4: Oh, boy. Yeah, they're talking about that out here in South Dakota, too. Winter just keeps on hanging on, huh? Correct. Well, thanks for being with us on the air uh, this morning. We want to talk about the Knights of Columbus and what it means to become more active in the church. That in a moment. But first, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with the Knights?
13: Well, uh, I am the state deputy. The state deputy is like the number one Knight in each jurisdiction. We have 75 jurisdictions in our order. So I oversee uh, the state of Minnesota, which is 41,000 Knights and 275 active councils. And uh, I consider myself to be the number one cheerleader to continue to help these councils uh, grow in membership and in programs and in insurance promotion.
4: Very good. The state deputy. So we're talking to the top dog here from the night of Minnesota. Is that right? Top dog in Minnesota. So tell me more, tell us more about what it means to be more active in the church today.
13: Well, you know, I look at it as that we should be out there living our faith. Uh, It shouldn't stop as we uh, leave the parking lot. It's how you act and how you uh, perform. You talk to each other, whether it's uh, a server at the restaurant, to the cashier at the store, uh, to the clerk at the the post office. We need to be living our faith, to be projecting who we are as Catholic and as Christians.
4: Mm. Amen. I've heard that one of the most important parts of the Mass is the sending forth part because we're sent out of church on Sundays and catapulted into the world to be Christ to those around us. So, correct, correct. Yep. So it's not just about sitting on in the pew on Sunday morning and getting a bulletin or, as some people call it, the receipt for going yep. to church. There's something more, isn't there?
13: That's right. We want to be out there, uh, you know, being the example. And also, they know we're Christians by our love. They should know we're Christians or Catholic by our how we act mm-hmm. out in the, in the community.
4: Speaking of action, there's kind of a new initiative that the Knights launched, right, called Faith in Action. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Faith
13: in Action, we had for many years a program called Surge of Service, and that was out there working different programs, uh, but you've got to keep uh, evolving. And so uh, a year ago or so, they, they came up with a, a new set of programs called Faith in Action, and, and it's, it's a, almost like a personal invitation to live out our faith. Uh, our Carl Anderson said, that, you know, if we have to meet young people where they are, we've got to go to and do something else, and so we need to be out there in the parishes. Um, many times, if you remember some of the older nights, every place would have a Casey Hall, and that's where the guys would gather, they'd uh, have their activities, and they'd have their meetings and whatever, and the families weren't really involved. And we weren't working with the parish, you know. Every small we'd go out and do something for them. But now we've we've changed that attitude. We need to be out there working with the the, the parish, working with the pastor, working with the administration to help help them, uh, you know, continue to, to grow our faith.
4: Absolutely,
5: Mark. I appreciate. I really appreciate the Knights of Columbus. I I just feel like uh, uh, the Knights of Columbus are in a real good position right now to be. First of all, men in action, but also in a culture that uh, disregards life in so many ways. And I just love the fact that they're visible, alive, and moving in our parishes. And uh, I I can sense that at Sacred Heart in Aberdeen. And I I just think anything we can do to kind of help promote that is a a wonderful thing.
4: You know, I think one piece of this faith in action is uh, a lot of times they have sort of a kiosk, if you want, if you will, of literature, of things that the Knights have put out. And I see in, at least at Sacred Heart, is this one uh, pastoral letter from Bishop Olmsted down in Phoenix, the Diocese of Phoenix, called Into the Breach, which is a pastoral letter sent out to men about the importance of uh, men's involvement in the faith, um, which I can really appreciate the Knights making available to all men in the parish.
13: Uh, I know, in this, I can't talk for South Dakota or North Dakota, I know in Minnesota, all of our councils have been trying to put that in their parish, mm-hmm. no charge, as many as they need to, to help that. And, and we can tell, uh, there's been a response by people asking for more, or they'll be, we'll be at men's conference, and they'll go, hey, I read that book, that was a neat part, and they'll open it up to a certain page and say, that's what touched me.
4: Absolutely. Again, my name is Thomas Eskron with Father Mark Lichter. We are your hosts for Real Presence Live this morning, broadcasting from Aberdeen, South Dakota, and with us as a guest is Mark Peters, the state deputy with the Minnesota Knights of Columbus. Um, so, Mark, if I want to put my faith into action, um, how would I? What, what's my first step as a Catholic man?
13: Well, I still believe that you've got to be with the people. You got to surround yourself with people that have your same same thought, uh, and it doesn't matter if you belong to a KC council or, or something else, you know, going to church, I think, helps, you're, you're with the birds of a feather flock together, and that, I certainly think, helps, helps to begin with. And then if you just look in the your, your parish bulletin, they've got so many activities, uh, small parish, big parish, that you can participate in. Uh, hopefully that's where the nice kind of steps in, is that we kind of help uh, we, we may do some of those programs, and we may just participate in some of those programs and be part of the parish. And so I think that's the first thing you need to do is, is to, you know, and you have to make a commitment. It ain't going to happen on its own. you got to decide, every Tuesday I'm going to do something, or, or this year I'm going to do Bible study. Uh, something.
4: Absolutely. I think it, they're so important. Like you said, birds of a feather flock together. That you're influenced by what you're around and the people that you're around. And if we want to be uh, a people of God striving for heaven, it's important to surround yourself to, to some degree with people with the same goal. Because the Christian life was never meant to be uh, experienced lived in isolation. It's a, it's a faith that is... Um, Formed in community, that we do this thing together. That's why the parish structure, uh, the domestic church and the family life, and things like uh, the Knights of Columbus, where you have men striving after God together are so important. Um, Mark, can you tell us you have a convention coming up in Minnesota? Is that correct?
13: Yep. Every jurisdiction has a state convention. And that's where all the different local councils come together once a year. Uh, I kind of call it like a stockholders' meeting. Sure. And there are certain things we have to take care of. We we have to uh, vote on new state officers. We have to vote on uh, delegates to the Supreme Convention. Uh, we have to vote on resolutions and some other things we have to take care of. But we also celebrate what the councils have done. We go over and look at their programs uh, and, and membership and, and look at some of the different things that maybe... One council's doing that. Maybe another council could, you know, that we thought, hey, that could that could work in our area. And so we do that. And, you know, sometimes we work almost too hard, and sometimes we, we have to have fun. And so we try to make these conventions fun. So we have banquets at night and things like that there so that uh, when you come back Sunday morning, you're ready to rock and roll again for another year. You're renewed. You're said, hey, I can do this, and you go out there charging again.
4: Excellent. Thank you, Mark Peters, for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a Thank good you. one. Well, coming up on the, other, uh, on the other side of our break, we're going to talk with parents. Um, talk, Parents <laughs> want what's best for their kids. And when it comes to getting a wholesome education, what do you think of it means to have a wholesome, w h o l e? education father
5: it sounds to me like it'd be a wonderful gift of holiness mind body spirit uh, the whole the whole person composite body soul and uh, spirit and uh and to to be able to do that in school is, is particularly really important
4: absolutely well we'll learn more about that coming up on the other side of the break how do we get to a wholesome education Liz Mykovsky will join us to talk about an event coming up that will do just that. Stay tuned here on Real Presence Live.
3: This is Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
2: Real Presence Radio gives us an opportunity to sanctify the airwaves, if Mm -hmm. you will. It's all forms of Modern communication that we're so used to today. This is one that people again and again tell me how they tune in, you know. So yep. it's at these times where you may be in your car or you may have time at your workplace, wherever you are, or in between things at home, um, just tuning into the radio for a little bit. And to think that on an ongoing basis, you know, we're able to talk about Jesus and talk about our faith and extend hope and joy to people as they listen to us. So, Real Presence Radio. Has just been a great blessing to our diocese. And I know people of Duluth and Superior, you know, we have access to Real Presence Radio, but if people's generosity, you know, moves them, they could expand. Other places in our diocese that maybe don't have the reach right yet mm-hmm. could.
9: Hello, this is Barbara Brooks from Duluth, Minnesota at St. Benedict's Church. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio.
0: Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio. Did you know the signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming? Have you ever thought about running radio spots on the RPR network? We want to partner with you to help gain exposure for your business in front of a very faithful customer base. To find out more about your options, please call me, Brett Beiler, at 605-670-8333.
8: France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries. Set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France Pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with Spiritual Director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Laboree Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166594.
0: The American 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 The 34th annual bike race and ride between the NDSU and UND Newman Centers is Saturday, April 27th from 8 a.m. till noon. To register for the 25-mile race and ride from Hillsborough to Caledonia and back, all riders must stop by St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo Friday, April 26th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. St. Paul's Newman Center's goal is to raise $175,000. For more information, contact Emma Hergenroeder at emma at bisoncatholic.org.
3: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Thomas
4: Escrow. I'm here with Father Mark Lichter from Sacred Heart Parish in Aberdeen, South Dakota. We are broadcasting from Roncalli Catholic High School here in Aberdeen on a little bit of an overcast Tuesday morning, but it's still beautiful weather and it beats the last about 5 months that we've had. So we're we're happy to be here the Tuesday before Holy Week and our next guest joining us is Liz Myskowski from the Rapid City Catholic School System. Liz, are you with us?
2: I am. Thank you for having me today. Well,
4: thank you so much for being on the air with us this morning. My pleasure. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with the Catholic or with the Rapid City Catholic School System?
2: Absolutely. You guys are broadcasting from the Roncalli Cavaliers, and we are the St. Thomas More and St. Elizabeth Seton Cavaliers. I have been with the school system for just over nine years, and my role is to do fundraising and marketing and PR and events for both St. Elizabeth Seton and St. Thomas More. I also have two children in the Catholic school system, and I'm an alumni of the Catholic school system here.
5: Wow, and you know Sarah Vetch
2: yeah Sarah. yes amazing. we stole her we
5: stole her from rapid city
2: i know i'm so
4: mad She is so awesome
10: yeah she's
5: awesome she's running around here somewhere hi sarah
4: we're also pretty close to another one of your alumni is the parochial vicar at sacred heart father patrick rody
2: yeah father patrick rody he actually graduated um, i think a year or two behind me in high school
4: okay well, oh, we hear know. all the time about how how uh, great his days at St. Thomas More were and yeah. his, his great football career there at St. Thomas More as well.
2: Yeah, that was back in the day when we used to have mass in the gym and we'd sit on a tarp and it was awesome. Wow. Was so cool. <laughs> yeah, we've come a long way since then.
4: So speaking of mass in the gym or in other places, the Catholic schools incorporate the sacraments into the daily or weekly schedule. Can you tell us Absolutely. more about that?
2: Absolutely. We do mass every week through um, my daughter, who's in preschool out at St. Elizabeth Seton Elementary. She goes to Mass with her preschool teachers and sits in the front row every Friday. And then the middle school and the high school walk right across the street to the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Health, and they celebrate Mass there. We also do Taze prayer services, living stations of the cross, living rosaries. Um, We do retreats from fifth grade all the way up to our seniors, we're currently going to be sending a group to Jamaica on a mission trip wow. next week, and we did a big fundraiser for our Packing Hope campaign, um, and that's where we packed food for the children in Honduras so that they could get some nourishment. Um, we raised about $20,000 for that. do a lot of local charity stuff um, you know, for food assistance here in Rapid City and the community. Um, yeah, we do rosaries, we do prayer services, we have chapels in all three buildings, and the kids get to go down there for their religion classes that they attend daily. Um, so, yeah, we definitely incorporate our faith and living the mission of the Catholic schools, which is developing personal and academic excellence in the Catholic tradition
14: every That's day. great.
4: You know, not too long ago here, they had a staff retreat for the staff at Roncalli Catholic High School here in Aberdeen. And I heard that the staff at St. Thomas More. Um, heard that the staff here was having a retreat, and so together they said, we're going to do an adoration hour throughout your yeah. retreat day to pray for the staff here at Roncalli, pray for the mission of Catholic schools here. Um, and, w- you know, when I heard that, I thought, what a great um, what a great thing for staff th- across the state to be doing for each other, to be supporting, to be lifting up, to be praying for one another. I thought that was Absolutely. just awesome.
2: Absolutely. You know, we're all in this together, and everybody can use just a little extra prayer
4: Absolutely. Where one or
2: more are gathered, he is there with us.
4: So we know one of the goals of Catholic education is to make it accessible uh, to people. So if I cannot financially afford Catholic education for my child or children, how can I still join the Catholic school system?
2: Absolutely. You know, that's sort of my job um, is to help raise money because tuition only pays for about 80% of what it actually costs to educate a a student. Excuse me at St. Thomas More and St. Elizabeth. So my job is to make up that extra 20%. Um, So we do have tuition assistance. We use a third-party organization. It's all based on need. We have different, um, uh, when Father Peter Kovort, who was in our diocese, tragically passed away, he set up, um, his family, excuse me, set up a foundation here at the school system so that each year, we would be able to give money to a family in need who wanted to have Catholic education available to their students. So we do have those options. Um, we don't ever want it to be that financially you can't afford to come to a Catholic education in wherever you are. So we want to be able to have everybody have that opportunity to come and join us. Absolutely. And so my job is to do fundraisers and to help make up that twenty percent. And so. Our biggest fundraiser is just around the corner. It's called Mayfest. It is May 4th at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center here in Rapid City. We, our goal is about $100,000 is what we'd like to raise, and that money just goes to the general budget to make up that 20% difference between tuition and the cost to educate a child.
4: Yeah, very, very good. Again, um, we're here on the phone with Liz Maikovsky. Um, from the Rapid City Catholic School System on Real Presence Live this morning. So Mayfest coming up, $100,000 goal to raise to help out the general budget of Catholic School System. Yeah. Where can people go to, to learn more about how they can be a part of Mayfest?
2: Absolutely. Um, you can go to our website, which is www.rccss.org. That stands for Rapid City Catholic School System. And currently, uh, we have our online auction going on, and you do not have to attend Mayfest, so anybody in the listening area can definitely go on there, purchase gift cards. You know, there's a lot of great things that you can get a great value on. And then, you know, the community is so generous, and they give us donations to support this live and silent auction. So you can go to www.rccss.org, register to become a bidder, Register for the event. Tickets are $65. There are also corporate sponsorships still available. And you can bid on items. You can attend the event. If you'd like to make a donation to help support our mission, you're more than welcome to do so on that website as well.
4: Very good.
5: Liz, yeah. um, could we just get the scraps off the table here <laughs> at the Diocese of Sioux Falls? Let that money that's overage come down I-90 East to come to East River. Uh, and we would take part of that money. <laughs> what do you think?
2: Well, you know, we will definitely pray about it. Good, <laughs> good. we we'll let you know after.
4: Uh, that's such the Catholic way of saying no, Father. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pray about it. It's got to be
5: a little levity to know. this thing.
2: <laughs> you guys do some amazing fundraisers, and you just had your run collie ball and did an amazing job, which I saw Sarah Vetch attended, so...
5: Mm-hmm. Yes.
4: So, Liz, if people are saying, um, you know, I'd love to send my kids to Catholic schools so that the sacraments and the faith can be part of their education, but I really don't think I can afford it. Yeah. It sounds like there needs to be, a, or could be, a further dialogue with somebody Absolutely. to examine their options. Where would they go, or who would they call?
2: Yeah, so you can call the school system at 605-348-1477. And you talk to Marsha Warner. She is our Director of Admissions. Or you can go online and click on New Families, and you can see some registration information there. So we have that third-party tuition assistance that we offer. We offer guided tours of all three buildings. Um, And so you can schedule that by just going online, or you can request a tour there, or you can give us a call.
4: Very good. Thank you, Liz. Um, Yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to add?
2: You know, our theme for the Mayfest this year is an evening in Paris, and so everybody's going to come dressed like a Parisian, whatever that means to you. It could be jeans and a T-shirt. It could be a very nice evening gown. But we welcome everybody at the event. It's $65 to attend, but our online auction is currently going on now, and you do not have to attend the event to participate in the online auction. And all of our available items that we're bidding or that we're selling are on that at www.rccss.org.
4: An evening in Paris, so it's like the Lego Club building a life-size replica of the, of the oh, Eiffel but, Tower. Oh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> can't believe yeah. I forgot the name of the Eiffel Tower <laughs> on live radio. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Sometimes that happens.
5: <laughs> so are you guys, are you guys high techy, where you have the app for the online? Um,
2: you can go Biddy. online and bid um we are not as high techy as east river which is maybe why we're uh, gonna keep all that money our way <laughs> you guys have a little more of it than we
7: do <laughs> that's
5: good uh, that's good So
2: not quite as high techy as you guys are but that's our goal to so just be like our big brother over in east river
5: we love it we love it
4: <laughs> well very good may fest coming up on saturday may 4th at 5 p.m again that's at the rushmore plaza civic center is that correct that's correct. And $65 a ticket, rccss.org.
2: Yeah, and one of our live auction items is going to be dinner with the bishop. It's a five-course meal. I know mm-hmm. Bishop Bruce comes on uh, Real Presence Radio all the time. He's a big fan of you guys, and so we'll be auctioning off a dinner with him.
4: Now, as is well Bishop as cooking dinner. the meal?
2: No, actually, oh. there's a chef from Spearfish, South Dakota, who's an amazing chef, and he comes down and cooks this five-course Gourmet, amazing
5: meal. See, I have to tell you, I, I was a classmate of Father Peter Kavoric. Yeah. So we do miss him. Um, Absolutely. He used to tell me that he was from God's country out west, <laughs> and I'd say, no, East River is God's country. <laughs> and he would get kind of upset with me a little bit, but anyway. A yeah,
2: there is kind of that man. East River or West River, but, you know, we come together for a good purpose.
4: You bet. That's right. Well, thank you, Liz, so much for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Thank you, Thank you so
2: much for having me. It's my pleasure.
4: All right. Have a good day.
2: You too.
4: All right. Well, I think that just about wraps up all of our interviews and all the time that we just about have this morning on Real Presence Live. What do you think, Father?
5: I think it's been quite eventful. A lot of different information and a lot of good things to to think about and uh, reflect on, especially as we're going through the rest of Lent here and then into the gift of Easter, and uh, we had it was a nice uh, show today.
4: Absolutely, it's great to be aware of what's going on in the Catholic world across the region. Sometimes we just get so caught up in our own parish or our own city, our own diocese, and it's good to hear what's going on in Rapid City, what's going on with the Minnesota Knights of Columbus, what's going on in Rachel's Vineyard, or all those different things across the Midwest.
5: Now, for our listening viewers in the Aberdeen area, you need to somehow get some of your stuff together. And get it on real presence. Um, I haven't heard anything from South Dakota for, or from uh, East River, South Dakota, for a long time. Uh, so we need to get somebody to start promoting. We have a guy by the name of Thomas Escrow that's an evangelist, and he needs to start putting something on real presence <laughs> in these other areas.
4: I'm sensing a uh, a cue of a some Q. sort. <laughs> I'll put it on my agenda right away, Father. <laughs> All right, well, Aaron, um are you there to give us a preview of the next real presence live show?
14: Absolutely. We'll have Father Matt or excuse me, we'll have Matt welcome and Father will Thompson. they'll be our host tomorrow. If you want to have a peace of mind about how to start praying with your kids, author Jerry Winley Doust will ease those anxieties and talk about his book. Look forward to a giveaway tomorrow. you'll you won't want to miss it. Also, call in with your questions for Father in the Straight Talk Call In segment. And then, in that second hour, Father Matt Wearing of the Diocese of New Ulm will share a few thoughts as he talks to us about an upcoming summer camp for boys that focuses on the very idea of achieving greatness. And Dr. James Joyce will also be joining us. We'll be on with Father and Matt to talk about one special miracle and what it means to him as a Catholic medical professional. All this and more tomorrow on Real Presence Live. Back to you guys.
4: All right. Thank you, Aaron. Sounds like quite an eventful show again tomorrow, so be sure to tune in from 9 to 11 Central Time for Real Presence Live. Uh, Father, would you close us out here by giving us your blessing and a closing prayer? I
5: will. The Lord be with you.
4: With your spirit.
5: May Almighty God bless you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit remain with you forever and ever. And we thank God for the gift of real presence radio and the many people that it touches. And we ask the Holy Spirit to come down upon all those that are listening today.
4: Amen. What a contribution that uh, technology has to the current the climate of the current church. This ability to be connected to people, not just um, in person where we want to be connected, but also through radio. Um, through online podcasts and not just connecting through different media, but also different locations, connecting to people from Wisconsin, Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota. So, what a gift! What a gift! Thank you for tuning in with us um, and have a great rest of your day. Signing off here, God bless you, from Aberdeen, South Dakota.
3: This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network.